0: Kansas City is home to a rich brewing history dating back to the 1880s when Ferdheim and George Muehlbach and the marks they made can still be seen today throughout the city. Prohibition took its toll on the breweries in KC, but in 1989, Boulevard Brewing Company founder John McDonald rekindled that brewing tradition when he brewed and sold his first batch of pale ale. More than 30 years later, the spirit of Kansas City can-do attitude is in everything Boulevard does. From creating Tank 7, an award-winning American Saison, to brewing Space Camper Cosmic IPA, an exhilarating exploration into the universe of hops, Hops. to (laughs) developing one of the nation's largest barrel aging programs, and even more recently with the introduction of Quirk Hard Seltzers, real fruit, real fun. At the heart of Boulevard Brewing Company lies the intersection of traditional brewing and modern technology. Visit the brewery and take a tour for free to sip and see thirty-two years of brewing experience, and maybe catch a glimpse of the future to where that Kansas Kansas City spirit of innovation will lead. Boulevard Brewing Company, Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. Presented by Boulevard Brewing Company, we are the Ritz Brothers. Today is February eighth, and we've got a baby-themed episode today. Uh, because congratulations to Danny! Uh, hopefully, in the next or you know, in the next couple of weeks here, you're going to be welcoming
1: uh, your second kid. Yeah, you're. Um, you started the like you were about to say that I had a kid because you were like, "Congratulations, yeah. Danny!" And uh-huh. I bet there are some people who are like, "Oh my God." He had the baby, uh, but no, we have not had the baby yet. We are expecting our second child in exactly two weeks from today uh, is the mm-hmm. due date. Um, and so, yeah, we – we uh, there are, our, our two kids are going to be less than 18 months apart. Uh, it's going to be a, a shit show for a, <laughs> uh, a few months over here, but you know what? I'll continue to put out the pod because – The pod is that important, so Megan's just gonna have to understand that, you know, the pod comes first over our two kids. Yeah, the pod Mm -hmm. comes first. So yeah, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. We are not uh, nearly as as ready as we were last time. Um, (laughs) Not even close. Like last time, we had the nursery and the crib and everything painted and ready to go like literally ready to go bag packed for the hospital clothes picked out for what if it was a boy or a girl we had the clothes picked out for like the hospital and the day home from the hospital we, we we have none of that we haven't even thought about that um the room that james our first is going to move into it's just like full of clutter full of stuff the crib isn't even close to being built uh so yeah i mean this is you know, everyone always says like, this is what happens when you, when you have a second kid. Uh, It's just like kind of an afterthought. And that's partly, yeah. I mean, I can see why they say that. Like, this is, it's just like, it's just going to happen. And then, you know, we, we, we had no clue what we were doing with our first kid and we were just figuring it out as we went this time. It's, it's kind of the same because we have no clue what we're doing with two and we don't know how we're going to handle that yet, but We'll just figure it out as we go.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if if the due date is on a a Monday, so it sounds like we're going to be recording through labor and delivery, is what you're
1: saying. The yeah, that's that important. Yeah, the okay, delivery. So. Yeah, the due date is is two twenty one. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if Megan is in the middle of of labor, then yeah, we will absolutely yeah. um have to hit hit record and and maybe she could be a guest. We we can talk to her right after. <laughs>
0: Like a like a post-game interview to view of an athlete. Like, Megan, how'd things go in there? How'd things go? Um, you know, fourth quarter, uh, what was your mentality going into that fourth quarter of labor and, mm-hmm. and try to get her thoughts, collect her thoughts right after delivering it, your child?
1: Immediately after, yeah. So I'll bring some pot mm-hmm. equipment with me to the hospital and okay. uh, we'll see how that goes. But, but yeah, I mean... Um, Really excited and excited about the guests we have today. We're talking to Happy Bottoms, uh, which is a a local nonprofit that uh, is a diaper bank for uh, families of need that can't afford diapers all the time. And we get into the ripple effects of not being able to pay for diapers. Uh, Megan and I are in an awesome position where we have uh, the ability to, to afford all of that and have a second kid. And we're super excited, but excited about our interview, too, uh, which is kind mm-hmm. of we we booked Happy Bottoms as uh, as kind of a way to tie into this announcement of the of the pregnancy. I've hinted at it in a few episodes, but we haven't really talked about it.
0: Yeah. So if you've been listening closely or, you know, Danny, you would know. But um, also, yeah, great timing for the interview. This Happy Bottoms does so many cool things in Kansas City. And they have their own podcast too, so oh, that's great true. To sit, Competition. It was great to sit across. It was great to sit across the table from an, another couple of podcasters, so that made the interview uh, a ton of fun going into that. So um, yeah, so an exciting episode. Got an interview back on the Which, board, so we're excited for that.
1: Yeah we we don't have uh, we don't have names finalized yet. There, we don't. There's no. Uh, we don't know the sex of the baby yet. So um, yeah, still you a lot of know, up in the air. Still a lot. Sounds up like in the there's air. a
0: lot of sounds like there's a lot up in the air and I'm sure Megan will be thrilled to find out that, uh, you aired all of that about not being ready,
1: uh, Oh, she knows number two. I mean, there's, I mean, it's pretty obvious. (laughs) Like there's no, there's no hiding it. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, and and you're, where are you Kev? You're in Cali.
0: And then, yeah, I'm in California doing some wedding planning this week. So, uh, if you saw the Instagram post on Monday, I got to reunite with my chicken, uh, who I named Peanut, uh, ironically. Kind of so. morbid. <laughs> kind of, a little bit. Uh, got to reunite with Peanut. Got to take a couple, uh, a, a trip to the venue where I'm getting married out here in California, do some wedding planning, um, stress out a lot, you know, uh, How is, all the yeah. fun fun things of wedding planning. So uh, I don't know. My fiance, Jessie, she's got this book with, it's basically like, uh, the Book of Secrets, like think National Treasure, Book of Secrets. I know all the plans are in there. I, I'm too scared to open that book, though. So, good movie, though. It is a good movie. We're waiting for National Treasure 3. but uh, So I had a lot of fun actually getting This was the first time I got to see all of our venues, talk to vendors, all of that sort of stuff out here in California. So this trip was necessary. I don't know what we would have done if we didn't have this trip. Uh, to continue to solidify plans. So whatever you but, have to tell yourself, Kev. The ball is moving. The ball is moving on this this wedding. So just big uh, things, fun.
1: big things happening with the Ritz Brothers. But the show goes on.
0: I know the, the last time when you announced uh, that I believe to the show that you and Megan were expecting, I was moving to California on the same announcement. That's and true. Now here we are again. Wow, I'm in California, baby. Announcement coincide together again cali kev uh-huh i was back at it eating some ramen uh you know going to the beach um eating fresh eggs 70 hanging out in 70 degree weather eating in, in and out animal style like all the cali things
1: sick bruh. uh-huh
0: yep uh all right so this is uh you know the first episode post post chiefs too so we do don't you, have any Chiefs to talk about. Yeah, when when uh, did you, you wanna uh, talk about the Pro Bowl? You wanna talk about the Pro Bowl?
1: the six Chiefs play d- it. Didn't watch a single second of it. Um I, I heard either. it was I heard it was bad. I heard it wasn't very enjoyable. Um yeah, I I haven't really thought about I still <sighs> I still haven't really thought about it too much. Um mm-hmm. we just uh we just got the email about renewing season tickets today, um and 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 all of that good stuff. So gonna have to start thinking about the Chiefs again. But um I'm looking for like all my podcasts that I listen to are are football podcasts. So mm-hmm. looking for some other podcasts to listen to. I'm restarting some old uh Dan Carlin hardcore history. So um mm-hmm. you know if if you want to talk to me about uh you know the Assyrians and uh, ancient um you know Greek and and uh Babylonian culture, I- I'm here for it right now. Um but if you want to talk about football, I, I'm not interested. Yeah,
0: any interest in the Super Bowl? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm gonna watch. I'll watch it. I'm. I. I don't <laughs> have a. I don't care. I have no rooting I interest, do. which is the first time in a long time because I remember, you know, in 2019 when we lost to the Patriots and then it was the Patriots Rams. You know, I was rooting against the Patriots because screw Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Like I hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before that, what? Who was it? Was it the Patriots again? Uh, and Philly. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, that was fun. That was fun. You have to root for Philly. It's so, so mm-hmm. it's it's fun to it was fun to root against the Patriots, like having a a villain like them. But this game, yeah. like I pretty much nothing. Both teams, like I don't really care about the Bengals. Like good for them, good story. I mean, the Rams are are like whatever. So, I mean, I don't really care. Like, I'm not – there's nothing yeah. pulling me to watch this game. It'll be interesting to see, like, the numbers and, and like, um, you know, overall excitement and what people say about it. I, I don't imagine that it, it's that big of a draw of a game. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it was a perfect time to come out to California
0: uh, because no one really cares out here either. Yeah, perfect. I so, uh, didn't have to I talk to football. I got to escape all of that. So it was perfect timing to take a vacation. So, um, all right, let's jump into some openings for this week. Uh, as we always do some openings and closings around Kansas City. Uh, first up, we got a second location opening up uh, for Mother Clucker. Mother,
1: Mother Clucker.
0: Clucker, you might know from inside of Parlor in the crossroads, which is a fantastic chicken spot. They even got some, um, shakes and desserts there too. Uh, but it's coming
1: to Shawnee. Is that right? Yeah, dude. It's, it's replacing a place called Big Bam's burger joint, which is in downtown Shawnee, uh, basically like 59th and Neiman. Um, yeah, looking to do early summer. Um, they've got some out, like a, it's a much bigger restaurant. So parlor obviously is just mm. like the the food court size, but this is going to be like a big restaurant indoor and outdoor dining. Um, They've got a fire pit. Um, with the fire pit, I mean, I think they just gotta like basically lean into um, the puns, right? So, mm-hmm. so you, um, so I, you could, I think you could call the fire pit like the ash hole. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and like then that. and then you have like um, I don't know, like like son of a biscuit on the on the okay. me- on the menu. Um, like you have a, a like this. The son of a biscuit sandwich. Yeah, and then you have like mm-hmm. a mushroom where it's like, uh, like a piece of shiitake. Piece of shiitake. Shi- or yeah, I like shiitake. That. And then like, like maybe maybe the beer menu. You have like a bok, and you call it a bok sucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, then you make your basically your menu is now not kid friendly. Yeah, yeah. And then well, that's the
1: beer menu. And then <laughs> okay, like um. A sandwich like a chickhead, like a shit instead of shithead, chickhead. Uh huh. Okay. was like dickhead. Oh, dickhead. Th- that's even better. Uh-huh. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. Um. So I um, think you got to lean in if you're if you're expanding. Um. Start with Ash hole for the uh for the fire pit and go from there. I really like box I mean, box get- sucker. I think that's a good one.
0: I like the son of a biscuit, the the a chicken sandwich on a biscuit. That sounds good. good one. That sounds good.
1: Um. Yeah, so as you'll hear in our interview, we we are just chock full of good ideas, unsolicited ideas for businesses. We're always
0: ready for that. So if you want to just get interviewed by us on the podcast just for the free ideas, come on the show. Yeah. Uh, Also, okay, here's a good idea that we can talk about. Speaking of good ideas, uh, the Royals uh, have decided to pay for everybody's admission into the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum uh, for the month of February, for the month of uh, Black History Month. So. Um, is that right? They're basically if you
1: go to yeah. the Negro Leagues Museum, the Royals, it's on the Royals. It's free? Yeah, well, it's yeah, the museum still gets paid uh for the admission mm-hmm. and everything, but but yeah, it's going to be um your admission ticket is going to be which I don't know. I think it's like 12-16 bucks. Yeah, about that. Um it's going to be covered by the Royals and Royals Charities. Um, John Sherman made this announcement with our guy Bob Kendrick. We've had Bob Kendrick on the show. We haven't had John Sherman yeah, come on, Sherm, come on, Sherm, um, and yeah. For a reminder, the Negro Leagues Muse- uh, Baseball Museum is down in Eighteenth and Vine. Um, open Tuesdays through Saturdays from ten to five, and on Sundays from noon to five. Um, so you got to kind of get down there during the workday a little bit during the week, but then you know Saturday ten to five, Sunday noon to five. No excuse not to go anymore. I yeah. I still need to go as like a no
0: excuses. Uh, As like a
1: paying customer um, for a regular tour. So um, Mm want to get down there at 18th and Vine. John Sherman, good on you. Good on you, mate. Good on you, John. Uh, Yeah, get down there. It's awesome. It's a great way to spend an
0: afternoon. We talked to Bob Kendrick, um, I believe it was summer of 2020, like June or July, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, about the museum. But I've been, and it's a great way to spend an afternoon. You learn not only about the history of the Negro Leagues, just American history, too. Uh, and, uh, it's a ton of fun. So, uh, get down there if you can, cause it's on John Sherman. So, uh, all right. Also, we've got, uh, a Valentine, Valentine Valentine's (laughs) day, uh, pop-up bar coming to Kansas city. That's right. Uh, from February 1st to the 14th. So it's halfway done. Yeah. Uh, but there's still time to get there. Cocktail, like a Valentine's day Mm -hmm. themed cocktail and charcuterie board menu
1: so i mean this this is the bar in north kc that's basically our idea where it's just like a rotating uh, pop-up bar in the in the okay and the tap room is called miscellaneous kc like m-i-s-c period like yeah do you know who opened it who
0: our friend uh britney kc local events oh really that we had on the show for I real for her last time. uh-huh okay yeah, we nice had her on the show her and her husband who uh, was uh, one of the managers at Rock Hill have opened mm-hmm. up this space. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: nice. So it's a tap room called Miscellaneous KC in North KC, um, like downtown North Kansas City. And, yeah, so they're doing a Valentine's Day pop-up for a couple weeks. Uh, some cocktails, the Pink Ladies, the Vivian Ward, Driving Me Crazy, Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner is a cocktail. So um, some some good references there. I think you probably could have gotten a little raunchier with it. I would have gone raunchier. Uh-huh. Obviously the, uh huh. Obviously, I'm just like trying to create um, really uh, bad food and drink menus right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh But yeah, Brittany Burdick. Uh, oh, that's who right. We had on the show. It's this is her and her husband who I believe have opened this place up. So nice. Good on them. Yeah. Uh, but sounds like a great spot for uh, Valentine's Day. And don't worry, folks, we've got you covered in our mixed plate talk about some great
1: valentine's day date spot ideas too so absolutely
0: this episode is just chock full of good stuff just love Um, really really a lot of love babies Uh, wedding
1: planning valentine's day a lot of love uh closing uh coming up
0: uh for a whole entire year is uh the west it's the west loop of i-35 downtown is that right
2: that's right yeah you're
0: you're our traffic expert (laughs) yeah Best driver, um, self-proclaimed best driver in Kansas City and traffic expert, Danny. Yeah,
1: that's correct. Um, yeah, I thirty-five northbound. So I thirty-five northbound on the west side of the downtown loop is closing um, until December. So this is all part of the Buck O'Neill Bridge construction. Um, I mean, like, if you if you can close half of a highway. For for almost a year, do you really need that half do you of the need highway? It. Um, I rarely use the like the, the west loop. No, yeah. you don't. I rarely use. I use the west loop. I, I you know. I guess I use the west loop for going to the airport. Um, but if I'm going, if I'm on I-35, and I'm going to, you know, to stay on I-35, which you could do to go to the airport and then just like, you know, hook up with I-29 later on, like you can just take, you know, the East loop and the, the South loop to the East loop and up and around. And it like, it's not a delay at all. So again, like, this is just, it's probably not even going to be that big of a deal. Like I, I rarely, rarely use that West loop and I-35 that way. Um, again, unless I'm going to the airport, that's the only time I use it. I guess if you're going to like, gladstone or, or you know some parts of um like riverside or or parkville maybe but like i don't know it's just it's not that big of a deal who cares uh it's just well
0: uh, then your your east loop is just going to back up because everyone's going to have to funnel that way yeah but so.
1: but again people will people will just get off like people will take yeah, a different
0: but going route from going from 670 or even from seventy one getting on to that east loop of thirty five. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, It's a mess. It's gonna not, be more of
1: a mess. Yeah, the east loop. Yeah, yeah. That that'll that'll screw things up, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's a mess down there. The the seventy one hook up to I thirty five on the east side of the loop is a poop zone yep, population those two highways. <laughs> Uh, okay. So
0: thanks to our traffic expert, best driver in Kansas city for keeping us up to date. Look out for that closure. Um, let's move into a little, uh, what we try this week. Um, uh, this week, uh, being out in California, I got to try, uh, traveling with a psycho on my airplane. Uh, this is a move I've so, never so seen. So before. It's,
1: so it's like, you know, how all those videos go viral of people being psychos on airplanes. You finally got to experience yeah. it
0: basically um i've I've never seen this move before on an airplane you know everyone has the person who maybe falls asleep on their shoulder who you know takes over the chair maybe they're smelly which this person was also smelly i don't know crying baby everyone has those this is the first time i've experienced this i was sitting on the flight from dallas to san francisco and i was in the uh, row where my back was to the exit row. So behind me, there's a lot of extra space, right? Cause that's the emergency exit. Uh-huh. So the, I'm in the middle seat cause I had to get rebooked. It sucked. I'm on American airlines. The guy in the window seat starts kind of standing up and, and like kind of turning around in his seat, looking behind him. I figured maybe he was looking for like a a friend or a family member like trying to find them to maybe flag them down and tell them something i don't know so he keeps fidgeting keeps fidgeting and then he starts to basically hop over the back of his seat he's like halfway over the back of his seat before i nudge it i'm like dude what are you doing he's like oh i need to go to the bathroom i'm like you can go i'll get up like, that's a very normal thing to just let someone go by you. Like, you're the window seat that sucks, but we'll get up and let you go to the bathroom. And so he's like, okay, thanks. So he goes and walks by us. We get out of the, the aisle, and he walks by us, finally. Does his business. It was a number two, because it took a long time, and he smelled really <laughs> bad. Then he comes back. He tries to hop over the back of the seat. To get back into his seat, instead of just asking us politely... To, to scooch back into his seat, he goes halfway over the seat, and his head is in his his seat. Before I'm like, "Hey, buddy, again, we don't have to do this. We'll get up and let you back in." Lunatic. Just, so then I'd never seen before. Wow, so, that's astounding, insane, an insane move. Yeah, how old was this guy? Fifty. I don't <laughs> know. He was old. Yeah, yeah, he was a <sighs> middle aged guy. Yeah. he was a smaller guy, so it's not like he was a big guy. So, I mean, I I guess he could have done it, but I I don't know what his plan was when his head was in his seat. I don't know what his plan was from there.
1: Wow. That's what you get for flying American.
0: And I don't know where the stewardess was, but all of a sudden I'm in charge now. Of the whole plane. Yeah, it was wild.
1: Absolutely wild
0: move. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. um, That's insane. Um, That's a good story. I'm surprised that's not on your personal pine tar, but I assume you have other traveling woes. Uh,
0: Well... I've got other traveling woes. i got other personal pine tart grievances to
1: air. Okay. Um, this week I tried uh, – I Instagrammed it too. Big Mama's. Big Mama's mm. cinnamon rolls. Uh, this place is legit. So mm-hmm. we, we've we never really tried or compiled like best cinnamon rolls or – I don't even know if we've done best bakeries in Kansas City. Maybe Ooh, we have. be a good one. But no, we haven't. holy moly – a uh, Big Mama's is uh, delicious. So this is off Banister and Seventy One Highway, just a little bit east of Seventy One Highway. There's a Home Depot over there, and it's basically no like practice. in the Home Depot parking lot. Um, been around since two thousand nine, um, but it's a it's a bakery. You can go get like sweet potato pie there, dinner rolls, lemon squares, you know, chicken salad, cornbread, peach pie, brownies, cookies, um, or cinnamon rolls. They also have like biscuits and gravy for breakfast. Um the cinnamon rolls are I mean, they're up there. I was shocked. I was blown away by how good they were. Um i I've, as
0: I, as good as Mrs. Boyle's in the f- fourth grade.
1: I I don't know, Miss Boyle's Mrs. Boyer. Mrs. Boyer's Boyer. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the Curevars cougars out there. Um yeah, Mrs. Boyer's homemade cinnamon rolls. I mean her elbows were like cinnamon rolls, <laughs> but um, those were pretty good. But she made, like, twisties. She made, like – she made mm-hmm. twisties. They were a little different.
0: Uh well, big, but, mom, big Mamas look big. Maybe they, they look delicious. But
1: they make big cinnamon rolls, and then they make these mini cinnamon rolls called, like, cinnamon knots Ooh. that were delicious, like, the perfect size for a couple snacks. So um, mm. would recommend Big Mama cinnamon rolls if you're over there. And maybe, maybe Mrs. Boyer started it. Maybe Mrs. Boyer is Big Mama. Could be.
0: Could be her recipe. Who also, knows?
1: they spell Mama M-O-M-M-A, which is how I always spell it, but a lot of times you see Mama M-A-M-A. I know. I'm M-O-M-M-A. I'm M-O-M-M-A as well. Mm-hmm. But so that they spell it the way I do, so I appreciate that. Okay. All right. So that is what we tried this
0: week. This week uh, for our interview, like we hinted at at the beginning of the show, we have got Jill and Ashley from... Uh, or Jill and Allison, excuse me, from Happy Bottoms uh, on this week to talk about um, their mission. They are over there in Waldo, just right uh, next to Casey Beer Co. So you've probably seen their building and wondered what's going on inside there. And we get to the bottom of it, pun intended. All right. Today we are joined by Jill Gakowski and Ashley Allison uh, from Happy Bottoms. Uh, before you go Googling that, just remember, <laughs> if you've ever been to Casey Beer Co. and seen the Happy Bottoms uh, building across the street, that's who we're talking to, the people from there. So uh, before people get into Googling Happy Bottoms, what does Happy Bottoms do? Let's keep it PG. Right? <laughs> Happy-,
3: <laughs> Happy Bottoms is a diaper bank. We make sure babies have diapers because a lot of them don't have um, access to enough diapers to keep them Clean, dry, and healthy. So we make sure they do.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd never heard that term diaper bank before. Right. Um, And I am not a parent. I really, I've changed one diaper in my life. So I have no idea. Like, why is it, why is there a need for diaper banks? I Mm. I mean, are babies really pooping and peeing that much? Like, (laughs) I, I, again, this is me, not a parent. One (laughs) diaper changed in my 30 years of life. So
3: I love it. Yes, babies need a lot of diapers to stay healthy and dry. They 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 do pee and poop a lot. Yeah, about six to ten times a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Um. So, but the other thing is they're expensive. Diapers are really freaking expensive, and during the pandemic, the the prices increased 16 percent. 16 percent, which is quite significant. So, what a lot of families do is make the diapers stretch like you know i should really change my diaper on my kid but i don't have another one so i gotta leave a minute longer and then that can lead to health issues which is just an extra cost Mm -hmm. Um, and no government programs cover the cost of diaper snap wick food stamps none of that so um insert diaper banks where we help families get diapers so they don't have to make tough choices like because that's what's happening a lot of families are having to choose between like paying a bill or buying diapers or putting the gas in the car to get to work or buying mm-hmm. diapers, different things like that.
1: So if you guys are a diaper bank, mm-hmm. do you have a diaper vault? Yeah. <laughs> or, or like diaper tellers or diaper robberies? <laughs> like has anyone well, ever, has anyone ever showed up and been like, you know, like an old fashioned bank robbery? Uh, but Let's not
3: give people any ideas. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, um, but... Well, <laughs> Hey, I think you just named our warehouse the vault. I think we need to start calling it the diaper vault. Yeah, we've been wanting like a warehouse, a name for our warehouse besides the warehouse. Yeah, the vault. I think you just named it. Yes, the diaper vault. We can can, can,
1: like, uh, if you have a door to the warehouse, we can put like a a thing over it to look like an old fashioned. A little, like you got
4: to turn the vault. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. We do have a diaper like armored looking vehicle. It's a big truck with our diaper butt on the back of it. It's really cute. The diaper mobile.
3: It's
2: called the diaper mobile. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, Honk or maybe wave we can, if Yeah. You see us
3: driving around.
1: I think we can also work on that. Maybe we can call that the, the diaper uh, the armored truck. <laughs> <The> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a like a real right. bank. Um, so you were talking about the the needs um, mm-hmm. of of families and and why you guys exist. Um, what what don't we know? What wouldn't uh, the average person know about like Kansas City in specific uh, specifically about the the amount of need here in mm-hmm. in our community for fresh diapers?
3: Sure. So um, pre-pandemic, about one in three uh, moms or families experienced diaper need, so they didn't have enough diapers for their kids. We know that that's increased likely due to the effects of the pandemic. Um, I think specific to Kansas City, you know, more than 23,000 families experienced diaper need or don't have enough diapers for their kiddo. Um, Some Things that I think are always fascinating that people don't realize is you have to have diapers in order to send your kid to subsidize um, childcare. You have Mm -hmm. to provide the diapers. You can't do that, you can't send your kid, then you can't go to work. So that becomes an economic issue. And 57% of um, families have reported they had to miss school or work because they didn't have diapers. Yeah. 57%, that like, it's a lot, that's a lot. Um, I think the other thing we actually Happy Bottoms did a survey locally with our families, and those that replied, twenty percent of them had to use a payday or other loan to get diapers. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine? I just, no. I just can't imagine.
4: <laughs> it just starts a whole cycle. You know, you have to get a payday loan to get diapers, and then you're behind on that, and then mm-hmm. everything just kind of spirals. So it can really get out of control if you don't have those things up front
1: and our diaper banks is this like a is this a national thing do they exist across the country and and when did it start when did happy sure. bottom start here in kansas city and and well, how did it start why did it start who started it
4: right jill she, started it
1: i mean that's what i was like <laughs> teeing that up I was like, These for you are guys great yeah.
2: questions yeah. um
3: yeah there so happy bottom started in two thousand and nine. Uh, I started it, and at the time, there were maybe a handful of diaper banks in the whole country. There's now over three hundred diaper banks in the country, so obviously it's a need and it's something that continues to grow and um, a lot of us in a lot of states are working on even you know policies that we can change to really affect larger change in this area to make sure i mean this is a basic need. you know, I was fortunate that. I had a baby, and I just never, you know, to me, it was like, I have a baby, I have diapers. I, I never had to give it a second thought. Whereas a lot of families are like, oh, this is a big cost. So um, there's a, yeah, I lost my train of thought, but there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of diaper banks now. Yeah, um, there is I'll a say.
4: national diaper bank network, um, which we're a part of now. And one of the things that that allows us to do is to, leverage different partnerships where we get more buying power. So mm-hmm. if you donate to us, we can purchase about twice as many diapers as you would in a retail store.
0: Uh, so how does this operation work? How do mm-hmm. the logistics work? Is it all armored vehicle yes. deliveries? <laughs> no. uh Like how does that operation work and, mm-hmm. and what's the vault used for? Are people coming in to pick up diapers?
3: <laughs> no, so the vault stores the diapers. Okay. Like we collaborate with social service agencies all over the Kansas City area, and... Um You know, they already have clients that they are serving, low income clients that they're serving who likely need our services. So we did this for a couple reasons. One, when I started this in my garage, I didn't really want people coming to my house, right? So who's already helping these people? But what we've learned throughout the years is that in many cases, people will go to these social service agencies for the first time to get diapers, and then they're staying for all these other wraparound services. Because, you know, a lot of people really don't want to ask for help, but if uh-huh. you're handing out free diapers, they might show up, and then they might get some other help.
1: You mentioned too some of the like policy changes that you guys are trying to do. So, um, like getting rid of taxes on diapers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's a diaper tax. I, I was there's a right. diaper tax. Is that just like the sales tax, <laughs> yes. and you just want yep. to sales get rid tax, of that? Sales tax. Get rid of it, mm-hmm. and then and then allow um, allow government programs like food stamps and other things to be able to pay for diapers. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yep. And I yeah, I think that and just even more government and federal funding for diapers, mm-hmm. for, you know, for us to do our work to make sure that all twenty three thousand of those families who need diapers, that we can that we can supply them. Yeah. The diapers.
1: Here, here's a trick, because um, like I mean, politicians can be dumb. Um, so you you come up with a rhyme. Huggies and Chuggies. So this is something <laughs> that like a, a guys now do. Guys my age, uh-huh. we we the girls get baby showers, right? Right. The guys we throw Huggies and Chuggies parties, uh, where that's you know you not, just I haven't you heard get of a, that. You get you buy beer, so it's the guys' baby shower, and guys just bring diapers to the baby no shower, I love uh, that. and so it's just like uh, a keg of beer and a bunch of diapers, and that's it. So if you can convince all these dumb guys in <laughs> politics, be like, hey guys, listen to this, it's called Huggies and Chuggies, it rhymes, then, then our dumb brains, they start Huggies computing it. Yeah. That
3: is so smart, did you yeah. write that I, Yes, okay, I was send <laughs> myself
1: an email. Yeah. So Huggies and, Huggies Huggies are a lot and of, Chuggies are a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, my only issue with that, okay, I'd be interested in your guys' opinions yes. here. Huggies, not my fave, okay? <laughs> I sent out an email, so much so that uh, for this Huggies and Chuggies, there was like an email that went out. I replied. I was like, listen, fellas, as a new father, the Huggies, I don't like. I'm a Pampers man. I'm a Pampers man (laughs) through and through. So like Power Rank, your diaper brands Mm -hmm, for me, mm -hmm. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your least favorite?
3: Well, look. Huggies gives us a lot of free you
1: guys
2: diapers. Are free. Do. You guys are
3: Huggies free diapers. donates a lot of free diapers okay, to I us. I love Huggies. Let also, me, yeah. let me be... <laughs> thank you, thank you. But I will say, it's you know, I'm going to take this another direction for a second. One year I went down this path, and you would not believe the, who are the parent companies? Kimberly Clark and um, Procter & Gamble. Gamble. They wrapped themselves up in court battles for like 20 years. Oh, oh yeah. 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 where the courts finally said you guys cannot bring this issue to the court anymore yeah just you can both do what you want to do easy so,
1: gliders technology every, yeah, yeah the
3: technology And i'm like wow this is fascinating well, who knew the
1: the the Velcro that diaper companies use yes why isn't that used in more places right. it's so strong <laughs> right it's very That's light probably not
3: allowed the,
1: yeah, they probably have a it's super brought, they brought duper patent on <laughs> they
3: do. it. But yes.
1: the the, di- the Velcro on the front of diapers, it's impressive mm, yeah. how strong it how it strong is. it is for it like is. it being not even hardly even there. Yeah. So but I, wait,
3: you know, people do have their favorite diapers. I think a lot of people have their favorite mm-hmm. diapers. We like His them all of brands. course and yeah. we love them. We love getting donations for everybody. Okay. Um we had a really exciting was it 2 years ago, Kristen Bell yes dax hello yeah. Bello. thank you do you listen to the dax shepherd podcast dax sorry i'm obsessed listens to our
1: podcast <gasps> like hi da-
3: dax yeah dax he
1: modeled his podcast after I state be his your best line friend. Okay, yeah
3: great. um anyway so they donated diapers to us the hello Bello, their company so i'm i'm obsessed and i'm like i think that kristen and i are now best friends best even friends. though we're really not
0: but. you're but you're like uh co-workers now basically. totally you're, yes yeah. her people
3: reached out to me i That's know something. you're constituents now
0: <laughs> you're, you you you've partnered together or you've uh-huh. collaborated right you've collaborated together now yes. with Kristen Bell, go. so you yes. can say that uh where are you guys at on uh pull-ups some people yeah excuse me maybe <laughs> had a problem when they were younger
3: mm-hmm. all right <laughs> and i had to wear
0: pull-ups so you know yeah. those kids need help too we do
3: the pull-ups oh that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's we do pull ups. We do pull ups. Um
0: This isn't the first time I have mentioned this on the podcast. So don't worry. I'm, I'm <laughs> very right. open that's about right. wedding Great. bed. Yeah,
3: yeah it mm-hmm. happens. That not happens. anymore.
0: <laughs> like not anymore, but
3: okay.
2: <laughs> <just> <laughs> <another> <laughs> good, we don't do adult
3: yeah. uh, you know, pull ups or incontinence okay. yeah. products. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, we help with pull ups. We even help with potty training. So like there's you know, that is something that a lot of people don't realize. Families in poverty often try to potty train too soon because mm-hmm. That's going to eliminate the cost of diapers. And so we have a whole curriculum. We work with some people to create a curriculum to help educate people on you know, potty training and what that process is.
1: And when when do you start just asking as uh, a father of 18-month-old, 17-month-old?
4: I think my son was a little over two, but it just depends on the kiddo. Okay. I mean, you'll know. They'll, they'll start doing stuff themselves. But yeah. if you try too early and you're like, when my kid is two, I'm yeah. going to start. Tr- that's a the There's wrong There's signs, way to go. and, like,
3: for our clients, we have a checklist of, like, are they ready? Like, are they doing these X, Y, and Z things? Mm-hmm. And if so, then it might be time. Okay. So yeah, so um,
1: while we're here, too, like we've been doing, we, we yes. try to give ideas. Um, I think one of these, a good idea for you guys to try to go viral, mm-hmm. um, work with the Chiefs a little bit. Obviously, they're kind of a big right. deal. And what you do is every week you make an opposing player the baby of the week. And <laughs> and like you you. Photoshop them in a diaper, and so, and then you try to like get that to go viral of them like whining to the ref, and then try to get their like every player has a charity foundation, you right. know, yep. try to get their foundation some funds kicked towards Happy Bottoms, put them in a diaper, call them the the Happy Bottoms like baby of the week. I mean, Philip Rivers would have won this award, like he would be it'd be the Philip Rivers diaper, diaper Happy award. Bottoms yeah. diaper award. Um, T.J. Oh Watt definitely could have won the oh award for the Steelers yes. a couple yeah. weeks ago in the playoffs. He was crying the entire time. So I think yeah. doing something like that with, okay. with the Chiefs, Baby of the Week, Happy Bottoms, Baby of the Week, and try to get I like some I think Joe
4: Burrow is a perfect candidate for Baby of yeah. the Week.
1: That's a great yes. point. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Joe Burrow, Baby of the Week, and we get him, uh, like, I think of the in-game promotions, mm-hmm. too, they do a lot. Um, and you just, like, have that on the video board. Like congratulations yes. to Joe Burrow, he is the Happy Bottoms Philip Rivers yes. baby of the week, <laughs> and then you donate here.
2: That
4: is such a great I idea. I like We want, we definitely want to be involved with the Chiefs. We sent Brittany when she had her baby the cutest little pair of sparkly shoes and like a couple other things from Happy Bottoms, and her baby still wears the shoes. We've seen them in pictures. Yes. We're like, don't we Stir. gave you those shoes,
0: yeah. Brittany? What a, what a great, what a great mother and great role model. She's getting too <laughs> much heat this week.
1: And look at oh, all the good things she's doing. Yeah. Right, take that, everybody. <laughs> um, See
4: that video yeah. where people are like, "Leave Brittany alone." I know.
1: <laughs> we need to put that back out. So, so that that idea is a good one. What, but um, for your guys, it's fundraising. What do you guys do? Uh, do you guys have like a, a yearly like gala or like a baby mm. party? I mean, you're going to start Huggies and Chuggies, obviously. Right, obviously. Um, but your other like big fundraisers, what is that? And how do how do you guys yeah. get your funding?
3: The Diaper Bowl. We have, the diaper bowl. Yeah, oh, we have yeah. the diaper bowl every every September. Um, so yeah, it's our biggest fundraiser of the year. We have it in our parking lot uh, um, at the warehouse, right across from Casey Beer Co. Right, obviously they're involved, and mm-hmm. it's kind of just a big party, and we try to have fun games and make it, you know, related a little bit to Super Bowl football.
2: Diapers. Yeah,
3: it's a lot more casual than like a gala. It's just okay. Kind of like a tailgate
4: style party with party games. Do people and- come
1: dressed as babies.
4: <laughs> no, this year we gave out blinking pacifiers though, that okay. people would wear around their necks. And right. what
1: about a, a dunk tank, and it's filled with like chocolate pudding? <gasps> no, so that oh it kind of looks oh like, like doo doo. Don't
3: say that. People have been trying to get me in a dunk tape forever, okay. and I just feel like
1: I think there are some no. other like some other games <laughs> no. you, you, we could play. Would be like um, I don't know, fastest diaper change. You We've done do that. Like that. Mm-hmm. Watermelon. Yeah,
4: yeah I was watermelon. thinking about the. Big the Shits Creek <laughs> episode where they talk about doing a game where you put different candy bars in the diaper. and then oh, You yeah. try yeah. To, we're we're smell to guess. What candy candy bar. Yeah.
1: That, I would lose. I don't know
4: that we're going down that route. <laughs> <No. but I laughs>
1: All can, good ideas. I can never smell the, 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 the poop. I, 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 it, it escapes me. Um, one, <laughs> one thing we do, this is a huge, massive, humble brag, so here it comes. We do cloth diapers in our family. Do you guys Ooh. do any? Do you guys offer any services for cloth diapers? I
3: want to hear more about that. So, about you guys okay, specifically so doing cloth what diapers. What
1: happens is poo goes in with the <laughs> cloth diaper. We take no.
3: Right, right. Well, okay. So this is a pretty hot. Button topic, hot topic, but whatever, however you say that. Um, We currently do not offer cloth diapers, but that is because the majority of our clients are working families Mm -hmm. who are taking advantage of that subsidized daycare where they have to supply disposable diapers. Um, And so it hasn't been feasible for the majority of our clients. There are diaper banks who have cloth diaper programs. Springfield, in fact, has once uh, Diaper Bank of the Ozarks because – um, that is much more, most of their clients are rural. Like they Mm -hmm. still hang clothes out on the dryer. So, or out on the clothesline. So it's great in Kansas city. Um, if you take, um, cloth diapers on the bus, actually, you're not allowed to take cloth diapers on the bus. If you go to a laundromat, you have to run a load of bleach after. So that's Mm. an extra cost. Um, personally, I just feel like it would stress me out. And I'm, you know, already stressed out as a mom so yeah <laughs> like so that's what i'm curious about but you know we've had this conversation like is it a kind of a uh back in the day disposable diapers were a luxury mm-hmm. back in before you know disposable diapers were a thing, mm-hmm. it really was a luxury, and I almost wonder if we've switched a little bit where like cloth diapers are now a luxury to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, like, like it's uh, it I, I feel like it could kind of be like a trendy thing for, right. for millennials that are having babies for the first time. I mean, we're we're fitting in that category, but um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one, it's awesome to brag about, um, to your friends, <laughs> totally. So, like, you can just like immediately.
3: Right, up just, the ante.
1: Yeah, put, put your nose up at people right. uh, who yes. are, I mean, come on. So uh, one, it You're makes you feel... not quite a
4: vegan yet, but yeah. you can brag about yes, the diaper situation. exactly.
1: <laughs> it makes you feel really good about yourself, and you you find ways to bring it up in conversation, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like I did, just mm-hmm. like you would do if you were a vegan. Um, but two, it is it is super nice. Like, not ha- like we don't have to think about, are we low on diapers? Uh, or we don't have to think about, I mean, living in Kansas City, Missouri, we have the limited mm-hmm. amount of trash. Um, the diaper trash, we don't do it for the right. first three months because that's just like the first three months is, is a lot. But um, the diaper trash is, is so Ooh, I much. I want to talk about diaper trash. Yeah, but, let's see. But hear wait, it.
3: first, um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What was it?
1: What, what oh, do
3: you use a service then? How no, does that we don't. Work? No.
1: What? Tell yeah. Me so, though. so okay. So, um, the poo is in the diaper, right? Uh, now, now that he's like eighteen months and eats solid food, uh-huh. um, it's just like regular, regular poo. Right. So you just like <laughs> plop it into the. As long as he's having a normal, uh-huh. normal day, just plop it into the toilet. Okay. And then basically, there's nothing left on the. On right. the diaper cloth, right. there's an insert in there. You take the insert out, you throw that in uh, okay. to the laundry bin, or you have a diaper pail, uh-huh. throw that in there, and then you just kind of rubber gloves, scrub the uh, the liner a okay. little bit, okay, soak that, and then you do laundry uh, probably like t- twice a week full of diapers, and okay, that's it. And our daycare, she just she just put wraps it all up. We have like these wet bags that we send okay. with them, and. And yeah, it's pretty pretty nice.
4: But if there's a blowout, you throw that thing away, right? <laughs> they,
1: they actually do—they actually do better at blowouts than than the. We haven't had a single blowout with the cloth as opposed to the uh, the, the disposable. So, anyways, that's me being a better person than I, really. right. I was just gonna <laughs> say whatever.
3: <laughs> um, that's that's okay. Good good to know. Yeah. Good so, anyways, know.
1: cloth diapers are doable for all those uh-huh. for all those people out there yeah. that are maybe. L- listen, here's a good idea. Everyone here that's listening, convert to cloth, send all your unused uh, disposable diapers to Happy Bottoms. Please.
3: How about that? Okay, so wait, let's talk about diaper trash. Okay. Because there's a machine invented in New Zealand that recycles disposable diapers. You put that dirty disposable diaper in this machine, it does a bunch of stuff, it's recyclable. There's like five machines in existence and I want one. I feel like, you know, the millennials, the like, it would be great for everyone to use. I also want to just make our own diapers, Um, you know, if... Dax and Kristen, whatever, just call and we could get in on that Hello Bella deal oh, somehow.
0: Maybe they text more than call. May- oh maybe right, right, text. right, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the smell of the recycling. So they process. say it does
3: not smell. They say it's contained. There's mm-hmm. no smell. Like I've already got it figured out. We have space on the side of the building. We could put this machine on. How can we? How can we do it so it's kind of like a, a you know, you'd, you'd obviously have to donate to to recycle your diapers, but then that donation. Goes to make sure that another family gets diapers that they need, right? Oh, so, like, so, like so I people could who don't, right? Diapers. So people who don't need happy bottoms can come recycle their diapers for a for a fee, but then that fee would um, cover the cost of diapers for another family. Mm-hmm. But this is what I like to do: is get carried away with my thoughts and then.
2: Hey, reality yeah I mean, maybe we need to talk to john six. mcdonald
4: because that's what kind of what he did with ripple glass except there's no fee it's just a service he provides right but well right. if you go to the big barrels you can yeah to
0: the, the ripple free. glass barrels mm-hmm. yes. and then we have a, a brown barrel for your guys's right recycling diapers yeah that way people yeah. know brown dirty diapers <laughs> in there brown flush it down yeah <laughs> um, and then uh, i feel like i heard rumblings of you guys having a podcast is that true? That's true. What's it called? Where? What are you guys talking about? Poverty on there?
3: pitfalls and the price of diapers. That's that's the name of the okay. of the podcast. So, um, we ask our guests the same set of questions. Mm-hmm. Kind of, we want to learn who they are, where they came from, what their life was like, um, when they first learned about poverty, and um, you know, what we're all leaders. How are they a leader? And kind of what what. Led to that was there a pointer or a person? Uh, what am I forgetting? Um, what do they most value? Oh, why do some of why do they think some of us end in a, end up in a pile of it and others don't? Mm-hmm. And then what do they most value? Oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> and what do they most value? I think like the point is just you know we all started out in diapers. Mm-hmm. we all have a lot more in common and just to like the original get to gateway know- drug divers. right yes yeah. exactly <laughs> so let's like all get to know each other and uh-huh. and see how we're more alike than we are different hopefully so okay yeah. so that's
0: awesome so i know 2022 mm-hmm. looking for more podcasts from you guys what yes. other goals do you guys have set for 2022
3: lots of goals mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: Yeah, we're really excited. We're launching some merchandise this year, cool. which has kind of been my baby that I've been working on. So it's a lot of fun. You know, one of the things when you're a nonprofit, you rely a lot on community donations, and that's not always, you know, you never know when a is going to hit or what people's flexible ability to give is going to be. So we're trying to create some ways that we can get some revenue coming in that will fund our programs that's not necessarily dependent on what's mm-hmm. going on in the community, um, even though the Kansas City community is amazingly generous and have been so good to us. Mm-hmm. So Merchandise nice is going to come out in um, March, and of course, all the proceeds from that will go to fund our programs. We also do a big community diaper drive in the month of April, called April Showers Bring May Diapers. So you can donate physical diapers. You can mm-hmm. donate diapers through our Square site, which allows us to use our purchasing power to, you know, buy more diapers. So those are a couple of things we're really looking forward to in 2022. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. Um, we are the, um, charity of choice for Waldo week, which is February 17th through the 25th. Love so Waldo. yes, yeah. waldokc.org. You can check all of the businesses that are participating and then they kick it back to us. So. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of ways to get involved. Either giving coming up this spring. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm guessing you take some volunteers too. We do. We always
3: take volunteers. It's been a little um, limited thanks to the COVID, Mm -hmm. Um, but hopefully that you know we can get back to having more volunteers this summer. But we always have options, even some virtual options. So yeah, you can check out happybottoms.org for you know all the volunteer options and donate options and. Ways to get involved.
0: Yeah, and the social media
1: page that Ashley's been killing. Yeah, Working good. Yeah. Definitely
3: check that out. Check those
1: out. Mm-hmm. What about, okay, a beer, a beer that Casey Bierko can make. <gasps> yes. And it's called Kake, which is German for poop. And, <laughs> um, but we don't tell people that. And we just call it like, we just call it, you know, the Kansas City k- Kake. Let me see how to pronounce it. Oh, my God. Kaka.
2: Kaka. yeah, caca. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I and then, and that's it. what we call it. And then it's just like proceeds of that beer go to, and it can be like a brown ale. I mean, we can even get <laughs> we can get down to the. I mean, really into the nitty gritty.
3: I, I love that. that. I it. think that we need to start a marketing committee. And welcome, you're on it.
1: Okay.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> Idea machine. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um. Uh, that is. A fantastic idea. We've been talking about getting, like, we need a Happy Bottoms beer. We've been talking about that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay.
0: There's the idea. There's the name. You guys can use that. Uh, Awesome. So, uh, Jill and Ashley, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Now we've gotten to the bottom of this, pun intended, (laughs) of Happy Bottoms. (laughs) All right. So, thanks to uh, the Happy Bottoms team for joining us this week. A lot of fun. Again, they have so many ideas now. From us,
2: congratulations!
0: I, mean, I can't wait to attend their Huggies and Chuggies party. It's gonna uh-huh. be great.
1: Yeah, that's can't an amazing wait. idea. Um, the like trolling athletes uh, from uh, mm-hmm. uh, opposing cities is a good idea. Um, yeah, just chock full of them. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I think I did a couple like a, a dunk take where you would fall into chocolate pudding. Yep, that mm-hmm. was a pretty good idea. Um, so yeah, they were great. Um, I I really th- believe that. Like, I mean if you think about causes in Kansas city that can have like such a a ripple effect and like, you know exactly where your money's going. Like this is a small organization, a staff of, of just, just a few. And so when you give money to charities like this, like it's, it's just going to buy diapers to then give diapers Mm -hmm. to people who need diapers and like the ripple effect that that can cause. And they talked a little bit about it, but like, um, if 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 people don't have diapers, then they can't send their kids to daycare. If they can't send their kids to daycare, then they can't go to work. If they can't work, then they can't make money. And so the the ripple effect of not having diapers uh, is enormous. And and if you know kids are wearing diapers too long, like that's the saddest thing ever. Like yeah. these these families can't afford diapers, and so they keep their kids in these diapers. For too long and they're full of pee and poop and you've seen it probably like kids walking around with super heavy diapers and it's because they can't afford diapers and that's just something that uh, you can do something about by helping happy bottoms and i just think it's it's one of those causes where it's like there's not this big organization where it's like your money you know i love the red cross and and big organizations like that they do good but like who knows where all that is going right like that's a massive thing the money you give here, it's going one place to buy diapers to give to people who need diapers. Uh, so I just – I love this, this charity. And, and uh, so if you're looking for something to get involved with because you've got a lot of free time because the chiefs suck and, uh, and, and you know all these other things, if you're looking for somewhere to, to give your money to, this is a, one of the great causes I think in the city. So uh, just an yeah. extra plug there.
0: Money and time. They, they uh, would certainly appreciate either. Yeah, um, and if your right.
1: company is looking for a, a place to go to, a volunteer of like 10 people of your team, go to Happy Bottoms.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, are we investigating
1: this week, Danny? Um, we're doing a little investigating. We've got a little, little state, your line in-
0: state Your Line investigating. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll plug in the music. Uh, ponchos or ranchos? Which is it?
1: Yeah, so our our good friend and and guest of the show Rafi Chaudhry um, posted on Twitter. Um, he thought he was losing his mind a little bit. He thought maybe he was in a a, a Mandela effect, a, a Bernstein Bears situation um, because he drove by Ponchos on Main and well, like thirty sixth, yep, thirty first, in, yeah, thirty fourth in Main area, and it said Ranchos, and it was like the same logo the same building, nothing had changed. And he was like, has it always been called Ranchos or was it called Uh Ponchos? So he was confused. I posted it on, on Kansas city Reddit. And, um, the majority of the posts, people were just like trying to, trying to be funny. So it wasn't very helpful, but the leading, uh, the leading answer was that Ponchos was a, a bit of a franchise. And so the owner just didn't want to pay the franchise fee anymore, so he just changed it to Rancho's. Same staff, same owner, same menu, same everything, but just changed it to Rancho's. Uh, so I assume it will be like one of those things where everyone will just continue to call it Poncho's, um, like Big 12 in, in Columbia or other restaurants mm-hmm. where you, it changes the name. But like you just call it by the original name. But, uh, but yeah, people were freaking out. A lot of people were scared. A lot of people thought they were in uh, Kevin an alternate universe, a multiverse multiverse Mm -hmm. where it was, it was ranchos the entire time, but I haven't been back. I don't know if the menus changed. Um, I haven't talked directly to anyone who has been, uh, but, uh, I hope the menu hasn't changed, uh, because I got to get my hands on that breakfast burrito.
0: Yeah. I just had the breakfast burrito on new year's Eve morning. And so people call that new year's
1: new year's day. Most, most of the time. It was December 31st. Oh, it was New uh, Year's so, Eve morning. Sorry. Okay. Yes.
0: Sorry. Uh, So I, I was going back and checking my credit card statement. And I was like, if this says ranchos, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be freaked out because like, I'd be in the multiverse, which I talked about last week was a great fear of mine. So I was scared for a minute there. But alas, we have an answer. All right. uh, right. Let's move not really. Next... Kind of. Well, I think we have an answer. Yeah, it went just, from being franchised to not same ownership. Yeah. So I mean, it was a reddit yeah.
1: answer, so that's that's good as good as it gets. Hey. If it got upvoted,
0: it's good. <laughs> uh, good enough for me. All right, let's move into our uh Boulevard who needs a beer segment uh this week. <laughs> and uh this is a good one here. It, it's solely Flora, uh she is the mayor of Mission Kansas and she needs it. Because, folks, they say they got another plan for the Mission Gateway project. There's
1: no way they have a plan. The Mission... Kevin, you won't believe this? It's what? the same plan. No. God, no. Same developers, oh, same everything. They Dur-
0: have the same developers. It's the
1: same exact plan.
0: Oh, gosh. I didn't even read the article, <laughs> I'll be honest, because I, I couldn't handle that. Yeah. It's did the you, same plan. You read up on it?
1: Yeah, it's the same plan. I mean, same plan... Um, same developers it's uh let me pull up the article real quick
0: I, I thought i heard they were starting back at square one so they were serious that wasn't like they're literally just yeah just restarting yeah so the it's same people and everything it's
1: still the cameron group and gfi like same people same plan same um stupid uh the entertainment uh complex is called synergy entertainment mm-hmm. it's gonna have the dine-in movie theater bowling alley range of games. It's going to have a hotel. It's going to have 327 apartments, same exact plan. So it's going to work this time. It's like, uh, it's like that, that meme of Tobias and Lindsay Fuque, uh, talking and, uh, they're actually talking about like marriage counseling and Tobias is like, (laughs) Tobias is like, yeah, somehow they, they get these people to, I mean, in this delusion that it might actually work. But it might just work for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so uh, that's that's what that's it is. It. That's, that's the meme. It's the Tobias Funke meme. Uh, what can you work that up? Can you work that into it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, Mission we'll Gateway is Tobias. Mission Gateway, and these these developers are Tobias and Lindsay, and they're going to marriage counseling, and uh, you know they it's know not it's not going to work, but it might work for us.
0: <laughs> that's a good. Good comparison there. Oh, man. I can't believe they're giving it another run with the same people. What's the definition of insanity? Yeah. Uh, doing the
1: same thing and it's expecting a like, different result. Yeah, yeah. It's like a high school mm-hmm. relationship or a college relationship where they break up like every three months and then get back together. And it's like, why are you guys even breaking up? Like, we get it. We know you're going to get back together.
0: Yep, yep. Uh All right. So let's get a beer for Soli, uh, the mayor of Mission, Kansas. She ran uh, on a
1: campaign of getting a new developer, too. Well. <laughs> it must be the first time, time. It must be the first time, time it a politician. It's the first time a politician's ever ever ran on something and then just and then just like, oh, well. Uh, nah. She's mm-hmm. mayor until 2025 when it's supposed to be complete, so.
0: <laughs> Ball is in her court. That's yep. for sure. Yep. Um, no one else to blame there. If
1: she gets it finished, she'll be mayor for life. Dude. Uh, If she gets it finished, she is on
0: the path to a presidency. Senate, (laughs) Kansas Senate at minimum. Like, she has my vote, whatever she runs for from here on out, if she gets this done. Like, no no lie. That's how you
1: know know it's not going to happen.
0: I know nothing about this woman. But if she gets the Mission Gateway Project complete, whatever she's running for, I'm voting. Um, all right, uh, let's move into our personal pine tar's uh, of the week, where we complain about life's minor inconveniences that maybe just annoy us a little more than they should. Uh, we had a big snow this past week, uh, not true. as big, true, as as expected, of course. Um, but but I I was driving around and I I noticed there are so many um, trucks. And they're probably like private contractors who, who go and plow maybe driveways, um, private neighborhoods, parking lots. Uh, but why not just put your snow plow down all the time? Like, who's it hurting? Like, are you, Do you, I mean, maybe like you're not really having to drive any slower. Um, you, It's not like it, it's any harder to push the gas pedal down that much more. You're not doing any more physical labor. So why not just. Maybe just help out a little bit. If you're driving around with a snow plow, plow on the front of your truck, why not just have it down the whole time? Who cares? What's it to you? I just see guys going up and down my street because I live down the street from the the Kirby Very nice, dis-
1: very nice neighborhood. Where, they, or they have private living snow conflicts. plows. They yep. have private snow plows. Why
0: not just Why not just drive with your snow plow down the street? What What's the difference to you? That's all my. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Why not just drive with your snowplow down if it's already hooked up? Doesn't make sense. You would help everybody
1: out. I saw those. Uh, I saw guys like that a lot. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. they they probably you know why would you risk um, damaging your your truck if you're not getting paid? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you if you damage your truck on on something where you're not supposed to be plowing that or you're not being paid to plow it, probably. Don't you probably have to pay for it yourself, but if you damage yeah. your trunk while working, you know blah blah blah. That's my only answer. Okay. but it is annoying. I did i was I was opposite of a personal pine tar. Casey Moe, your new your new plan, it's worked mm-hmm. now I did I've sacrificed a full week of of trash pickup, so my garage has a lot of trash in it. But it worked. I mean, the streets were good. Mm-hmm. so I think I think that worked. I think it's worth it. And uh good on you. Um okay, my personal plantar. Um like why why do why do the Girl Scout cookies have to ruin a good thing? Like why why do the Girl Scouts have to ruin a good thing? That I don't even recognize any of these cookies anymore. Like our, <laughs> our little cousin sent us the link to order cookies. All I wanted was some marshmallow uh or s'mores, whatever they're called, the marshmallow s'mores cookies. They're those aren't around anymore. Um the, the, I can't remember what else what I was looking for. It wasn't around. I, I've never even heard of some of these cookies. Like Adventure Fools. Never seen that in my life. Never heard of that. They just have like a caramel chocolate chip cookie. That's just like a basic ass looking chocolate chip cookie that looks like, uh, uh, like a, uh, what do you call that little elves that, that live under the, the tree? Keebler. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like those, um, this s'mores one looks horrible. There's, uh, I mean, what 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 are these toffee tastic, uh, toast? Yeah, um, lemon ups? Like wh- I get I I don't want it. Like just <laughs> just I don't know. I'm over girls. Play, play
0: play the hits. Yeah, play the hits. Just play the hits. Yeah. Give me my caramel delights. Yeah. And play the hits.
1: Samoas. If you're a loser from St. Louis, shout out to. <laughs> Gene, Gene, I know you're listening. Samoa's is not Samoa's; they're called caramel delights,
0: <laughs> and they're called peanut butter patties. They're not called kickarounds or dosey does
1: or tagalongs. I don't know what they call tagalongs. tag-alongs.
0: Yeah, they're called peanut butter patties. That's right. And, uh, That's right. Ugh, man. Yeah, I've never heard of a lot of those that you mentioned. Uh, are they adding? Or are they taking things away? Or are they trying well, they, to add more? They don't have
1: the. Uh, they don't have the s'mores ones that I used to like. They got replaced with this awful Mm. looking s'mores one so the lemon the lemon ups are just like the lemonades but with inspiring messages on the cookies
0: i don't i don't need an inspiring message i'm in a dark place if if i'm if i'm a sleeve of lemonades deep scarfing down yeah yeah i don't eat girl scout cookies to feel good
1: (laughs) man girl scout cookies hmm 1917 i think it was started
2: it's impressive. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Been around a while. Okay. Uh, that's our personal pine tar's this week. Uh, good. Feels good to get off the chest. Uh, as promised in our mixed plate, we have got our uh mixed plate of Valentine date spots for you, Kansas City. So, uh, give you give you some advice for for some things to do this weekend. Um, uh, you know, to maybe avoid football if you're like us and and maybe you don't want to watch. So yeah. Uh, got some ideas for you. Uh, episode one forty-five, so that means Danny, you get to lead us off.
1: Nice. All right. Sorry, it's late. I'm on California Kev schedule here. Yeah, um, seven thirty here. Nice yeah, and early. Um, all right, meet number one here. This is uh, without a doubt my favorite uh, date spot for for dinner or for drinks or for happy hour. It doesn't matter. It 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 hits every time. I'm talking extra virgin in the Crossroads, um, it's just it, – it hits – it covers all your bases. Like if it's a first date, you can go here and it's like loud enough and there's enough activity that like you will have fun. Um, if you've been together for a while, like go sit at the bar, talk to the bartenders. The bartenders there are awesome and they're always so chatty so you can hang out with the bartenders and just eat dinner. Uh, because it's small plates, you can go for – happy hour and just have a couple snacks or you can go like after dinner and do like a little, a little after dinner desserts. Um, mm-hmm. just covers all the bases, great wine, great cocktails, good beer, good specials too. like on Thursday nights, I think in the summer, it's like half price Rose, uh, extra has Got it all covers all the bases and it's really good. And it's like high. I mean, it's very good food. So yeah, I'm going extra virgin okay. number one date spot in the city.
0: Eddie V's good. Good spot. No, Uh, Extra Virgin. um, Oh, oh, Extra Virgin. Sorry, I'm looking at my list, kind of revealing a little bit, but I got Eddie V's. I got Eddie V's as my number one spot for Valentine's uh, weekend uh, because on Valentine's Day, Emily Dix is going to be playing some music there too. So uh, it might be a little late for a reservation as you're listening to it. That's okay. If you can find a spot in the bar, it's a great bar to eat at. It's a Mm -hmm. great bar to hang out at. That's where Emily Dix is going to be playing. So... Uh, Eddie V's, treat yourself. Yeah, this weekend. All right, I'll go fancy uh, for my meat number two. Um, that, that's some that's some seafood for anybody living under a rock.
1: What is Eddie V's? Oh yeah, In steak. Um, I'm going uh, fancy for my meat number 2 I'm, I, I've talked about it a lot. I'm going to Town Company. Um, if you haven't been, go. Um, you probably have to get a reservation a couple a couple days in a, a couple weeks in advance, but it's worth it. It's so good. It is, uh, it's the best restaurant in Kansas city right now. And, uh, yeah, go for, it's a fun spot as well. I've talked about, I talked about it when I went there. Um, staff is super fun and friendly. It's great, great vibe in there. So yeah, town company in hotel, Kansas city, downtown. It's
0: so hot right now. Then slip down to the Nighthawk right afterwards. Nice mm-hmm. little speakeasy down there. That's really right. A great date spot. That's right. Um, all right. Um, I'm going uh, with my meat number two here of this mixed plate. Uh, Valentine's Day, Strang Hall. They got a seven-course dinner going on. <laughs> Pairing each course with a drink. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a little pricey. I think it's 100 bucks a person for that. But uh, Can you just I mean, stay there four, for like four hours? Gee, I mean, it's a seven-course meal. It's got to take a while. I mean, that's insane how long it is. Uh, but, uh, I mean, they've got like... With courses one – oh, sorry, five drinks. Uh, but they've got some wine pairings uh, that go with each course, ending with a dessert cocktail. Um, and then, again, yeah, seven courses of food to hang out, Strang Hall, Valentine's mm. Day. So get your ticket for
1: it. Nice. Be a good spot. Um, All right. I don't know what I would do. Seven courses. I mean, whew probably not probably not trying to get lucky later that night if you're doing seven courses <laughs>
0: yeah um but uh, I'm looking at the menu here looks looks like some good uh some good food okay and they've got like they're bringing in like three chefs uh for this uh so it should be a good event
1: all right side number two or side number one for me um I'm going uh for really after after dinner uh, but it's still a date spot Green lady lounge, green lady lounge. It's dark. It's intimate. You got jazz playing. Um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a very romantic spot and it's so old school. Um, you know, back when, back when dates were dates and men were men, uh, no, it's, uh, it's just like, it's, it does take you back in time. It's such a cool, uh, jazz club. And, uh, again, good old cocktails, um, it's, it's so dated inside, but I love it. Like It's literally travel, traveling into a time machine, and uh, it's a great spot for after-dinner drinks. So Green Lady Lounge in the Crossroads.
0: Okay, I like that. I'll stay in the Crossroads as well with this next choice. Uh, I'm going to go with Lazia um, because I think that'd be a great spot. They've actually got some Valentine's uh, Day specials going on. Uh, where you can pay like one price and get, I think three courses or the whole menus available. And then you slip right over to hotel or uh, to the Crossroads hotel bar Mm -hmm. uh, for some drinks afterwards, which is a great atmosphere, great place to hang out. So uh,
1: I'm going with Lazia at the uh, Crossroads hotel. Nice. Um, All right. So I'm I'm kind of building my, building my, uh, my whole, my whole weekend here. Um, So you just, you just went out for dinner and then you went to green lady lounge for drinks the next morning after valentine's day head to beer kitchen do some brunch at beer kitchen with your with your date your significant other um again sit at the bar at beer kitchen it's a blast sitting at the bar there uh because the bartenders are are really fun and nice and outgoing um get yourself some breakfast enchiladas get yourself some eggs benny um you know have a have a couple beers or a mimosa, whatever floats your boat. Uh, Bloody beer Mary, beer
0: cocktails, lots of beer cocktails uh-huh. there that are really
1: good. And uh, yeah, and just just enjoy the heck out of that. So that, this is beer kitchen for brunch the day after your date night. Again, great spot. Kind of kind of you know maybe shampoo a little bit, but but uh, mm-hmm. it's a great time.
0: Okay, uh, I like that choice. I'm going to end it with a little combo here, uh, a little Prairie Village combo. Uh, that I've done before it's uh lovely nails to june sushi combo nice uh, so you can go lovely nails shares the parking lot with 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 june sushi and the the high v on 79th and state line but fellas go treat yourself hang out with your lady uh get uh get a pedicure for sure get those feet rubbed get those calves massaged uh sugar massage treat your lady yep treat your lady to that as well And then when you got your nice clean feet with uh, uh, you know some beautiful painted toenails, uh, hop on over to June Sushi. Some really good sushi. They have great happy hour specials if you go during the week, Uh, and it's a great spot uh, to hang out. You can even sit like kind of on the floor and eat sushi too. Whoa! Got those low tables, which is kind of fun. Or they have a great bar that you can sit at as you watch everybody make sushi. Or watch the uh, the the chefs
1: make sushi and prepare everything back there. So you can feel confident taking taking your shoes off at June's Mm -hmm. if you're asked to because you got Mm -hmm. you got clean feet. Yep, you got good. Yeah, or ladies listening to this, you you take charge. You do it. You Mm -hmm. buy you buy uh, lovely nails because I promise you, your 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 guy will like it.
0: Mm-hmm. I promise. He,
1: even if you drag
0: him in there, kicking and screaming, he'll he'll thank you for it. Exactly. No doubt.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what'd you okay. leave off? Um, uh, French Market and PV. Um, yeah, and they're doing a great takeout special too. Um, so and and uh, again, I think a French love. There French you go. Market could okay. be a good spot. Um, and then uh, Cooper's Hawk. I, I know. Oh it's a little bit yeah. Chaney. But um, they probably have some tastings going on this week. It's always a great spot to go drink some wine. I associate wine and Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, also, for the single people out there, uh, the onesie bar crawl is happening on Saturday night. Hell Dress yeah. up in like a, a pajama onesie. I think it starts at Bricktown brick in Midtown. Is it, or brick, brick, brick House. Or brick the Brick. House in Midtown. Not the brick, brick house in midtown. Oh oh on thirty first um, street. Yeah. On thirty first street, uh, Martini Corner, there is a onesie bar crawl starting there. So who knows? Get out there, get out of your comfort zone. Maybe you'll meet it meet meet somebody there.
1: Yeah. Um I had uh like novel is one of my favorite date spots, Rieger mm. for cocktail after. Um yeah. Shout out to my favorite date spot spot of all time when we when right when we graduated college, Colvines on the plaza. Gosh, R.I.P. Brett, Brett, Brett Springs. If you're listening to this, bring back Colvines. All right. Yes. We all want Colvines back. Uh, Parkway. What was it called? Parkway Social or no? Just Park. I think it was called Parkway I... Social.
0: Parkway Social. Yeah.
1: yeah. It didn't work. All right. I'm sorry, Bud. Just bring back Colvines. I will go yes. there. I will go there twice a week. Um, mm-hmm. we, we want coal vines back so just bring coal back to the plaza please uh, farmhouse great la- la- uh, date spot Corozo's classic mm. time machine date spot so uh, yeah those are some of mine
0: okay alright so there's your ideas fellas impress your ladies ladies impress your fellas Uh, playing a nice little Valentine's Day. So uh, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, Be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line, and we'll see you around Kansas City.